Hey everyone, it's Aaliyah and Joe, <clears throat> and welcome to Convenient Truth. Oh damn! You guys are catching me at like such an amazing time because about an hour and a half or so before this, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have sounded like this. I wouldn't have sounded like this. I wouldn't have felt like this. I wouldn't have been like, I feel amazing right now. Like a whole new person. We took naps. And Aaliyah doesn't take naps. I never nap. I have not napped. You can ask any of my close friends. I have not napped since I was like a teenager, right? And usually teens just like always sleep, right? But have, have not. Oh, teenager or maybe like in my low 20s. But I've never napped. Like I can't. I could be tired as hell and lay on the couch and still nothing will happen. So I know when I've gone out the night before and maybe kind of like really just hung out too hard, Mm. I know when that happens when I actually do take a nap. (laughs) Because that's my body that's like, what the fuck? But the thing is, you didn't go hard last night. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) But anyways, you know, now I always said that you'd like nap. It was hard for me. It was hard for me. I was me. saying that you need to you need to take a rest and take naps. It's okay. It's okay. We it you don't have to have the the FOMO, right? I know, but it's That's not even it about the FOMO. It's like I want to be able to fall asleep in those moments when I'm just like tired, but I feel like I'm this is what I feel like when I nap during the day. I feel like I'm not this is me personally. I'm not like doing Oh my God, this goes, I just had a revelation. So someone actually recently has enlightened me with the fact that I put pressure on myself, right? Mm -hmm. And I put pressure on myself and I'm too hard on myself. And as I'm sitting here having this conversation, the reason why I don't nap is because in my mind, I feel like I should be doing something or mm. need to be doing something else. And if I'm not nap, or if, and if I'm napping, then that means that I'm not a productive like, like person in up. society and yeah. I'm fucking up. Right. right. Pressure. Right. That's another way that I put pressure on myself. I put pressure on myself in all these types of ways that I'm now just like even realizing. It's like a whole new, th- this is my new path. So actually my new path, which I'm excited about, and I'm going to talk this out to everyone, my new path in life right now is self-compassion, being more compassionate to myself, um, uh, tending to myself more, not being so hard on myself because I'm seeing how hard I am, how much pressure I put on myself, and just really kind of like really just immersing myself in that. And I think that is a piece that I haven't had, you know, because I've, I've just lived my life like this. Um, and so I'm excited how all the pieces of this puzzle are all like coming together. If you think about it, right? Like yeah. I'm going to Europe <clears throat> that happened out of like an impulsive purchase, right? In my head, because I was thinking that you and soul would come with me. And then it just so happened that it didn't happen that way. And I'm now leaving for the first time since I've been married to you and had a kid for 13 days to Europe as though I'm like 20 again, like 30 again. And it's just crazy how everything's kind of coming together with this whole self-compassion thing. And like, ah, it's wild. It's, 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 it's actually exciting. So how does that relate to the self? Because what this is, is this, this <clears throat> me going on this trip, which I'm absolutely scared of, by the way, because I... 
have not been away from you guys for so long um, and this life that I have for so long. So it's a challenge for me. And it's, 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 it's challenging me to be able to focus more on myself and learn about who I am outside of being a mom and outside of being a wife. Because I immerse myself so much in that life, which is great. But I think with that, I also put on a lot more pressure on myself. And I think with that, lost a little bit of who I am just without those two things. And so I'm excited. I think that this is all coming together. This is, I'm literally, this, this is all hitting me like right now in this moment. It's all coming together how the universe just completely has shifted this all at the time that it shifted it. And it's just all supposed to happen this way. How much of it do you think is, um, that you're just now currently aware of it? It was all like happening. The universe was making it happen anyways. Right. And if you weren't aware of it, most likely you'd be fighting it. Right. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's interesting. I think uh, this is a good topic, um, like self-love and self-care. I mean, people talk about it all the time, but it's like to actually do it means to um, relinquish control and power of what, what's going on in your life, right? Right. That's me. That's my thing. Yeah. You know, control is my jam. But people know? will say, oh, self-love, take care of yourself all the time. But like, are you really doing it on a daily basis, yes. on a weekly basis? Like, are you... You taking care of your health? Are you going to the gym? Are you eating healthy? Are you just tired and need a break? Yeah. You know, are like you are you verbalizing um, your kind of needs and stuff yeah. to the people around you yep. so that we can all help and support and we give and take. Like I have days that I need breaks too, so I have to like verbalize that to you. And if I don't, then I just keep fucking doing what I'm doing and I, I know I need the break but I don't fucking do it you you're, know, if I, if I'm like you're that. way better at that yeah. than I am like <clears throat> you've I don't I mean when have you ever really had me come to you and say hey I, I need me time yeah, you don't. Right. But I've <laughs> told you many times. I've say, I, are you sure? You I need, know. Do you don't. I think you need a little break, and you're I know. like, no, I'm fine. I know. I'm I like, run oh. myself ragged. Yeah, yeah. So for all you ragged. out there that are like, a lot of people are probably doing this on a daily basis, and they don't even realize it because they're just so caught up in their lives Going. and their in mm-hmm. their whatever they're doing. You know, everybody has their their things, um, and and it's important because in the end. You're not going to be doing a that whatever that is in your head that you're productive or whatever. You're not going to be doing a hundred percent job at that if you're not a hundred percent within yourself. You know? It's wild. So now, the 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 other thoughts that I have is I'm like, okay, and it's, oh my god, I'm so ridiculous. This is like, this is another. I because I just had a thought of <laughs> of I want to be better. But in a sense, though, that is kind of a little bit of Absolutely. pressure that I'm putting on myself. I right. just had that thought because in my mind, now with this whole self-compassion thing and da 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 and stuff like that in this new path, and my mind is going, "Oh, this is great! I'm gonna kill this, right? I'm gonna right, uh, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna like, get like I'm it's gonna, a project. I'm gonna something. right. I'm gonna work on this da da da, and it's gonna make me a better clinician, better mom, better wife, better though, which is, tr- which I believe to be true, yeah. but I take it on as though it's like this, it's like, ta- yeah, 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 it gets so like, well, that energy has to go somewhere, right? So whatever that, that, 
whatever energy that is, nervous energy or whatever it is that's like keep preventing you from taking naps and whatever that that whatever that energy is is now shifting but you're trying to figure out where it's going to shift to because it's energy right you can you can put it into something so i think you're in the right direction you know that sounds like it's you know if you want to use it as a motivator at first or something i guess to kind of push yourself but but i think uh that can slowly shift to something more productive once once this becomes like just natural in a routine then you can shift that energy elsewhere you know i think right now you're utilizing it as like all right this is all for the best it's all for uh, i'm going to better myself in right. these different areas and you're kind of using it like that but i don't i don't think it needs to stay that way no it doesn't need to stay that way i think also it's the language that i use like i um <clears throat> which is so funny because i am such a pusher of the language that we use to talk to ourselves when I do therapy, you know, mm. like with my, with my patients. And because I'm the objective person in that room, it's easier for me to obviously catch it and hear it when other people say it, you know, yeah. but it's not so easy for me. I'm now realizing when I do it and someone has been calling me out on that. And she's been like, she's been like, look, like, you, you, you're using these words like you should or you need or you have to. And, and I always tell my patients, I'm like, restructure that. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. too, it's the expectation, it's too much pressure. Meanwhile, I didn't even realize that I was like doing that as much as I thought I even was in my own life. And so I have to really work on restructuring how I speak to myself with this self-compassion and giving myself a break. Like, I don't need to. I don't have to. I don't should. I could change it to, like, I want to. I could change it to, I could. I could, you know, like, but not, you know, so. I think where, and maybe you'll get to this point at some point, where I struggle when I'm trying to do that is, like, I have these, like, lists of priorities in life, you know, you're up there, soul's up there, um, you know, just like, you know, I don't know, life, finances, stuff like that. There's a, there's a tier, you know? And um, and it's like, okay, I know in my head that my health and my own mental, like, you know, balance has to be number one, even above you, unfortunately, Right. Of course. No, 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 that's not unfortunate. Right. But but it's like hard to keep it up there. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly looking at like my schedule for the day and the week or whatever. And like I'm trying to keep it there. So like when do I have time? All right. Do, does this mean I have to start waking up at like five in the morning so I can like meditate or whatever? Or can I shift that? And what I do is I, I meditate before I go to bed. But some days I think it would benefit me better if I meditated in the morning. But that would mean I would have to wake up before everybody else wakes up to meditate because once everybody wakes up, then they're, then responsibilities start. And like the day Why don't starts, you just you know? do both? Why don't you just do a morning one and then a night one and you can set a different intention for each one? Yeah. No, I can. And like that's, you know, my struggle isn't so much um, like self love and self-care it's more of uh i think i'm i I wouldn't say it's not your struggle i don't think it's your biggest struggle yeah but i I mean yeah yeah no it is and then uh but it's it's more of like the uh the spiritual aspect of it of like 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 you know how you you have this 
thing that you're working on with like consistency mm. with like eating healthy and stuff like that. Mine is the consistency of like spiritual like enlightenment and of like just staying on it, staying with the meditation, staying with the yoga, mm -hmm. staying with the like the saunas and all these things that like when you're sitting alone and like working on yourself basically mentally. Um, believe it or not, I've been doing it for years, but like it's it's still a struggle. We're gonna get cut off and all the because well, don't. I, cause I know he has to go you're, to the bathroom. You're always crying up there, but what I've realized is a lot of these noises that we hear here. Mm -hmm. You can't hear on the on the pod, podcast. Okay, cool. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just feel I've bad just because kinda, I know he has to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, he had his chance before because I <laughs> asked him and he chose not to go downstairs and go outside, so he can wait. I don't want him to shit himself. He's not gonna shit himself. He had a chance. If he had to shit himself, he would have shit himself right there. I had the door open. I said, "You got to go." This was no joke. Like ten minutes ago, so he's fine. He can go out the front door. It's <sighs> gonna kill. Look, we're on a roll talking about something good. I know we are. And I think we're talking about something great, but what's going to happen is if I keep hearing him cry, I'm not going to be able to focus. It's so hard. And why is that, Aaliyah? Because that? I don't like it when my children need something, and I could easily provide it. <laughs> I could easily just go But, upstairs. you know, we have people. This is, your mom is up there. You know, he's not by himself. That's true. Things can be done without us. All right. All right. Maybe this is part of it. Maybe this is part of everything we're talking about right now. <sighs> Relinquish control. Clearly, we've, yeah. We've, uh, we're taking time to do what we like to do, which is this podcast, and it's our time. This is our time. It kind of is. It yeah. is. No, no, I, I know. I understand that. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm thinking like our time is like yeah actually we you and i have been slacking on our time as well like we haven't done like on, date night in a while look euro has to go potty he's crying yeah, open the door tell her please. go out the front go out the front or out the side door oh my god see we're gonna text message from alia's mom about the dog having to go pee or poop or whatever uh, also, we have a washing machine going on, but most likely you guys can't hear any of this stuff. Uh, so I'm I'm just tuning it out because I've chosen to decide that it doesn't affect the sound quality. In past in the past fifty seven episodes, I would be very mentally nuts right now. But I've switched my perspective on this whole thing. Yeah, you're really like um, taking a whole different approach. You, usually you'd be like literally so distracted yeah. and freaking out right now. Now I'm over it now. It's Good. Like, yeah. Doesn't, it's, it's whatever. See? Okay. Look, he all, right. Well, all right. All right. He's all fine now. All right. Now he went out. Now we heard the door. Whew. He went outside. <laughs> now, now, I, now I can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Where were we? Uh, um, yeah, just like we're transitioning into other things, but what are you going to raise him? Yeah. Um, no, just like the self-compassion and all that whole entire... No oh, no, no. You were saying that, that that's not really your struggle. And then I was like, actually, oh, yeah, yeah. it is kind of like a yeah. little bit, but it's not your major struggle. Yeah, it's more about... I don't have a problem sitting with myself. Like, all right, for instance, yesterday I went to... I uh, got for Christmas, I got um, a gift card for Rafa Yoga, which has this thing called the Urban Sweat. I think we've talked about it before here. 
and it's basically these multiple different saunas and a really cool chill lounge area and like a steam room and like cold showers and stuff like that. So I went there and I was basically like treating myself, you know, I was taking a break, taking a time out and, um, now because this is what now mom's calling me. Why? I don't know. I'm sorry. This, we could never just mom. Mom. Oh my God. Mom. Yeah. Oh my God. It's probably soul. <laughs> sorry guys. This is like. Just forget about it. Everything's fine. Oh, my God. Can you guys see? Can Sorry, you guys see everyone. This? It's just nuts. Let it go. Maybe you should put your phone away. Yeah, just keep talking, and then, I mean, I'll just if answer it's an emergency, if I have I mean, to. they just got to open the door. And I something. locked the door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, I, that's locked why the door I'm... from the inside. That's why I'm freaking out even more. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went to Rafa Yoga... At the Urban Sweat. And um, it's it's really, I have to get, uh, when I'm consistent with the meditation and stuff, then it's like, boom, I can get into it. I can meditate in like five minutes no matter where I am, right? But if I'm not consistent with it, then it takes something like going to like this, this spa for like three hours. And, and having like lots, multiple hours of time alone without a phone, without talking to people or whatever to, to get back into that zone. And that kind of just initiated it. Now I have to like keep meditating every night. And then I'd say it, it kicks in really quick within a few days now by like, you know, Monday or whatever, today's Saturday, um, I'll be able to just get back into that flow real quick. Yeah. But but just because I, I let it go for so long that that now I'm having to like regroup and I think it was like the holidays too, you know. Um but that's no excuse. Holidays it's just, it's just because it's a holiday shouldn't mean I don't take care of take myself. Take care, you know? right, right, right. Well that was like what you were saying about me, like in terms of like how I could be on a um routine. Yeah. But the minute something happens, like it's a holiday or we're going on a trip somewhere or whatever, that's that's when I'm like, oh, I'll just do it when I get back or whatever. Or I let yeah. it interfere with my, you know, with really the routine. And then when I come back home, it's so hard for me to get back on track. Right. Yeah. So your stuff is like the health stuff. My stuff is like also it's like mental health, <clears throat> spirituality stuff. Because um, I don't mind fucking not drinking or not doing whatever um during the holidays like i i don't mind like everybody else is drinking i don't care i'll just not drink or whatever if i if i'm in that like zone of like i'm i gotta get like super healthy right now you know um i usually like if it's been like a few months without drinking or smoking weed or eating crappy food or whatever then you know maybe if we like we're going out to dinner tonight, a friend's birthday or whatever, and I haven't had a drink since uh, what the Christmas. Mm -hmm. So it's only been really two weeks. Yeah, I I really don't want to, but you know I could splurge on an espresso martini, one <clears throat> maybe, and then I won't do anything for like two three weeks or something. I feel like it's so easy to like rationalize having an espresso martini because uh, it's, know, it's coffee, like a treat. It's, like a it's a dessert. Yeah, so you're just kind of like, I mean, 
is it really that like i've never had an espresso martini unless you have like one of those like shitty fucking syrupy ones that have like made me feel like crappy the next day like i can have one espresso martini and be perfectly fine i'm good yeah i've had i've had like one glass of wine and then the next day i felt like a little lazy and tired but espresso martini it's like it's like an upper and a downer yeah you know all mixed in one and a dessert yeah yeah upper downer dessert it's wild i mean you got a good one speaking of upper downer so last night yesterday so i don't know if everyone knows about the just you know what's going on in the world right now with psychedelic treatment right and how just amazing the research has been right i know i've talked about it on here I'm getting trained in the, in the psychedelic um, uh, assisted therapy. So I'm very into psychedelics and how they um, can help us uh, on a clinical level. So last night I took a microdose, right, um, of psilocybin and like a chocolate. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So, um, and so I'm, I had microdosed the chocolate and I microdosed last time as well, a few, maybe about a year ago in Florida with, for, you know, Catherine's birthday. And I remember telling you that the next day I felt like crap the next day because that's just, I think Mm -hmm. like a feeling that just happens when you, you know, the next day after, uh, a drug like that you know like yeah yeah. um so i didn't i didn't feel so great but that the next day after for about two weeks after that when i tell you that anxiety like gone like this is like i mean like i had no like no symptoms no nothing i still had like you know i'm sure it's still but i had no, no symptoms of anxiety were present for two weeks straight no irrational thought no this no that no even even if it was for a fucking second mm. nothing for two weeks i felt the best i've ever felt in that two weeks cut to so last the, the, it's the same scenario you're saying it yeah. feels like cut to last day. night cut to last night i did the microdose right clinical amount of microdosing and then i woke up today i felt like crap right in my head more so just a head um then i took that nap in this moment right now i feel the best like i feel right amazing uh, i don't know if you can tell a difference between me like but i, I feel- think you're just putting on like the show for the no, <laughs> this is like, I feel amazing. But not show for the show. Okay. No, I Good. feel amazing. Like I, mentally, physically, like every, like I feel amazing right now. Hmm. It's wild. It's just so wild. And there was a study through Mind Matters actually not too long ago. Actually, I just read it recently. And the study was again, another study on how psilocybin, um, uh, the, it's been showing that there's, that with treatments of psilocybin, people are having a relief from anxiety for like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, like afterwards. Um, and so to me, I mean, that's amazing to me, you know, in my mind. Um, so you, yeah. So have you heard anything through a microdosing, not through like, right. right not the at the one. psychedelic level right. at a microdosing level. Have you heard anything about, <clears throat> um, dosing like for different people? Like, you know how, like with like certain drugs, maybe like, painkillers or something like that where like if you're a bigger if they're like a 300 pound guy you need to like kind of take a little bit more or something like that is, mm. is this a similar Based thing on or, size you, or you don't and know based on, 
I don't know. I feel like we didn't get there yet in my training. Mm. <laughs> so, or it just isn't a thing because they might not know everything that they've been talking about so far. It, it doesn't, they haven't, in, when they're talking about <clears throat> dosing, they haven't mentioned like body type or yeah, like yeah. weight or anything like that. Um, from my research on uh, MDMA, um, that, that book, it's called um, MDMA, the magic pill or something like that. Damn, mm. I'm screwing it up. It's an older book. But anyways, he, he goes through all like the clinical uh, studies and stuff like that and uh, with them and MDMA. And now that I think back, he never they never mention weight or anything. And they're giving everybody yeah. like the same doses, larger doses, <clears throat> bigger doses. And they're all having the mm. same effect and it doesn't matter. They don't ever mention whether it's a guy or a girl or their weight or anything like that. Yeah, they stuff. haven't mentioned so, it. Yeah, I'm sure it'll I'm <coughs> sure it's something that they've already like been pinpointing but just haven't been, you know, because they 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 obviously cl very clearly have stated start start low, you know, so so, so yeah. always start with a low dose when you're doing it, you know, on a patient or whatever. But it, because you can add, you can't really take away. But so so everyone's going to end up obviously taking a different, you know, a different dose to give them that psychedelic effect because we're all different. Yeah. But. Now that I think about it, I think <clears throat> in that book, he's um, th he ended up doing an IV. Uh, so it was it an MDMA? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it doesn't, it didn't matter because it's always going directly in Got the bloodstream. It. I think it's well, like when you're consuming, because people have different uh, digestive systems mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and uh, stuff like that. Mm. So, um, that makes sense. So that's where I think that, that could come into play. Yeah. Mm. So again, disclaimer, not saying to go out and go illegally buy shrooms or anything like that. So Don't please do, do not it. take what I'm saying as, as that. But um, New York is actually already in, in, in talks of legalizing uh, yeah. psilocybin yeah, Colorado, uh, for, for a clinical treatment. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing stuff. So if you have the opportunity to, financial is a big thing, but if you have the opportunity to, if you are treatment resistant that you're, you know, you're finding that you've, you've tried several SSRIs or, or, you know, other medications and you've tried holistic stuff, you tried everything you can, you know, um, and it's just still, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely an amazing treatment. Um, so, you know, I just wanted to talk about that because that was like, that's, I feel, and every time, it's the second time now that I've microdosed and I feel like. Feel yeah. Like, and also in, in this book, there, there, I mean, I guess MDMA is <clears throat> totally different than the psilocybin. I mean, I wouldn't say totally different, but it's, it's, it's slightly different, right? MDMA? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, inter yeah, there, the treatment experience in terms of what your, in terms of how you get there, right? Because mm -hmm. that psychedelic experience is also going to be a little, I don't know if it's different, but just um, the focus may be a little different. So, for example, with like psilocybin with mushrooms, it's a lot of like, a lot of like love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, you know, like acceptance, forgiveness, mm -hmm. you know? Um, ketamine also has a little bit of that as well. Um, I'm not too MDMA. I can't speak so much on on a clinical aspect because I haven't really. They don't speak much about MDMA in my trainings. They do, but it's a lot of like ketamine and psilocybin. Yeah. Sorry, I totally fucked up that book. Now I just remember the name is uh, 
DMT. The DMT. Ma- the magical drug or something like right, that. Right, so that's not MDMA. Yeah, it is MDMA. Isn't DMT it? is MDMA? I think they're, yeah. Hold on. Maybe <laughs> Clearly I'm not just learning scientists something. Clearly not scientists here. <coughs> Hold on. Yeah, it's so crazy because like I've watched all this stuff, I've read all these books, and I have like the worst memory. <laughs> so recalling these things, this is why it's so hard for me to like explain things to some people. I think no, yeah, DM, D- DMT is not MDMA. Totally different. Yeah, it's different drug. All right, so they were doing D- DMT. So I was way off, but you know. I was just talking about dosing. But, um, you know, uh, I think I like shrooms. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm taking a break because I had that one time where I think I talked about it on here where I died. It was a good experience, but it was an intense experience where I'm like, okay, I've done that and I know what that's about and it's all good. My life is good. I'm happy with you're everything. You're, every you know? time, anytime we talk about it, you're like, "I'm nope." I'm it's good a little it's PTSD. A, it's, yeah, it's like you're scared of it. You're like, "Nope." I got there. It was great. I learned a lot, <laughs> and it took me to where I needed to get. And yeah. now I'm like, I, I have don't this like go back. feel because I basically I <clears throat> died in this shroom trip. I took like way too much. But it was like a it was like a good death, and I, I I've explained I won't go through the whole details of the the story again, but um, you know it was it was like good. It was like I went into this other world, and we were like basically saying bye and saying okay, this is it. Then you just left your body, and you're going into outer space essentially, right? And but then I ended up coming back, so I'm like, man, maybe I maybe I got lucky on that one, you know. If I do it again, I might not come back. <clears throat> but it wasn't like a bad experience of dying. It actually made me feel more comfortable with dying. So um, it's just that I'm like, okay, I understand that now. I'll keep that in my mind for when I'm older and I'm about to die. Because I'll be like, I know where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I don't really need to see that again. I'm also like, eh, it was pretty cool. It was just the come down, yeah. I mean, when you're taking like a high dose, you know how you're feeling now, like, or how you're feeling kind of crappy? Like, you take like a lot and you're throwing up and like. No, I know. Well, I I only know that just because when I was younger, I dabbled in like other psychedelics. Mm. And so I remember that feeling of the next day and it was like not like, uh uh. It's kind of weird. It's like it's like you're uh, going into like <clears throat> I don't know. I kind of related to like like if we went to like another planet or something. And they had like oxygen, but maybe the gravity was like off a little bit or something. And then like if we went there, then we'd have to our bodies would have to adjust, so we might feel like nauseous or sick or something. That's kind of how you feel when you come back mm, off of mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. You know? yep. And you're just like adjusting to earth or some shit because you've been tripping for like eight hours. <clears throat> so now that actually, man, this whole podcast for me is like a big um, insight. Um, so when I was on the microdose mount last night, 
we went to see me and my friend went to go see this Monet uh, art immersion experience, right? Mm. Um, and now that I think about it, because I, I, I mean, going into that just experience last night, I've already had this self-compassion thing going on in my head because it's something that I'm really trying to now like focus on and work on. This pressure I put on myself, mm. etc. So when I was in there, I had told you that as I'm like watching this beautiful art and seeing all of like Monet and Degas and like all these different artists like on this like, it was just with lights and it was just like amazing. What I was focusing on the whole time, my friend looks at me and she's like, what are you thinking about right now? Cause I'm just like, can't stop laughing. <laughs> so laughing, so what are you thinking about? And I'm like, I can't stop smiling. Mm. And everything to me was just beautiful. And like all I felt was this like huge amount of love with myself in the space that I am in life. Mm. Um, love. My daughter came up a lot during during that time. I was it was just a lot of like beauty and just happiness and just love for like me and how happy I am and just like it mm. was amazing. And so I think I, I think that's also probably why I feel really great right now too because now that I'm reflecting, I'm like kind of taking that and putting the pieces. Yeah, I'm putting the pieces together. together and 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 I think it definitely did that for me last night cuz it was really It's like you it. like subconsciously set your intention for doing right. the shroom trip. Yep. The the microdice or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's all about set and setting, man. 100%. 100%. And yeah, whatever you're <laughs> like focusing on at the time, if your life is like super stressful and struggling and stuff, then you might not have the best trip, if, especially if you're not around people that oppose <clears throat> that thought mindset, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's about, like, the people you're with and, and what they're even thinking about and their energy, too. So it's, like, there's all kinds of variables in there. That's why it's probably important for people, if they're going to do shrooms, to do it with a, a clinician or, or a psychotherapist in a setting that yeah and then put in your 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 uh, intention prior to and have these thoughts and stuff that you want to work on when you're going into it as opposed to just like hey i'm gonna pop shrooms and freaking walk around in the woods and you might you might not be ready for what it's gonna like bring yeah that may be front, that yeah. that may be something different <clears throat> yeah yeah <laughs> it could be it could be i don't know about that i mean luckily i think i've had some like really good experiences like when i was younger or whatever just I don't know. I think I, I think I hung around with a lot of just, um, I wouldn't say open-minded people, just um, not giving a fuck. I had a lot of not give a fuck friends. <laughs> so, yeah. so it was like, there was no limitations on what we could think about and do while we were on it, I think, you know. I'm just thinking about this right now, too. Um, but, I I you know. I don't think I was, I don't, when I see myself younger and know who I was during that time frame, I don't think, remember I told you the first time I ever tried shrooms when I was like, I don't know, 16, I fell asleep, you know, like yeah, I yeah. just wasn't even, um, pretty typical for you, <laughs> knocked out, <laughs> um, all the time. but when I think back on who I was during that time, um, even in my twenties as well. Um, and maybe even like low thirties, like 
I don't think it would even. I don't. I there's no way that I would get the same. Yeah, like what were you doing? Like who are you with? And like what type of like environment the and the intention that you're putting into this? Yeah, like, what I mean you the going people the were. Time? Yeah, it wasn't really so much <coughs> the people as I think it was just really me and where I was mentally mm. at that point. Like I don't think that I don't think that I would. I was even thinking like doing it for like a therapeutic purpose you know like at, yeah. at, at those ages i was just like well, no i don't think anybody right most like, people fun, i mean maybe now and maybe so, nowadays though they do because actually my, my nephew i think now yes yeah. now kids do because yeah. of the research that's coming out now yeah. and now it's coming out as this like really like great thing yeah. that people can do for themselves versus this like awful fucking thing right, right whereas right. when we grew up it was like don't do, like, don't do that don't you know yeah. like so because our parents knew nothing about nothing. it nothing but they knew that <clears throat> it was illegal so they're saying you cannot do meanwhile that. it actually was legal prior i wish i knew that back then because i, I would have been like oh well actually dad. well it was legal before it we was were legal. born well, way like before we 70s. were born like 19 no it started off in like 1920 something oh like, yeah. yeah well yeah then yeah but yeah, no, uh, psilocybin just, uh, I'm not even going to say, but uh, it it wasn't that long ago. It was like in the 60s or 70s where it became illegal. <clears throat> all of them, all the all of the psychedelics that they were already using for research from 1920 all the way until like 1970, 1960. Oh, any kind of psychedelic. Which is acid, all really? that. They were all legal, but then when, I think when the 60s, 70s hit and it was all like the whole like, you know, fuck yeah, the government yeah, yeah, yeah. and kind of da da da. They started seeing it as like, oh, they're doing these drugs that are making they, them out of recognizing and things, they're, and they're getting and they smarter. They want to fight back and da 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 and all this stuff. And then I think Reagan came in and he was like, ah, you know, and that's what kind of man. Where where are we at with like like, I mean, to me at this point, I'm kind of switching gears a little bit, and I know you don't really want to talk about this stuff too much, but. Mm. To me, it is so obvious that, like, government is, like, Ugh. not – there's so many different things at this point that are coming to, to, to the light, right? Whether it's them uh, colluding with, like, Twitter and other social medias to, like, restrict speech and, and shut people's accounts down to uh, them – making marijuana and, and and all these psychedelics illegal now everything is like coming to to light like w most people know now that psychedelics are not this horrible demon drug and marijuana definitely is not so they've been bullshitting us this whole fucking time or maybe they just didn't even fucking know <coughs> you know uh but that just goes to prove well, that did. the government doesn't know they, everything. They did know because the research was coming out during that time that it was actually okay. like quite effective. So then, like, why do we trust these? They were people? doing research in hospitals. Yeah. Like, like, why? If, if if they say something like, "Oh, take this vaccine," everybody's like, "Okay." The government said so. Okay, the the pharmaceutical company that's been lying to us for many many years about all kinds of things, and and they they they've been sued and paid out billions of dollars in fines, admitting wrongdoing of all kinds of different other medications. Oh yes, trust them, and also trust the government. Because they all, those are the smart people that will tell you how to fucking survive this pandemic, right? 
Those are the last people we should listen to to survive this pandemic, you know? But I hope that some of these things are coming to light. And, you know, just because maybe you had a friend like five, ten years ago who's like a conspiracy theorist who was telling you about Florida and all these other things, like maybe that person isn't that bad. Like maybe maybe they are just more maybe they do more research and they have more time on their hands or something like that or whatever. But like, I think it's at this point, it's not like a right left thing, Democrat Republican thing or fucking, you know, you're on this side. I'm on that side. It's a, like a human truth. Like what is reality? What is happening here? What is, what are we trying to do for our kids in the future? Like, Fuck all that other bullshit. It's all just like a, a facade, like this like show and we watch it on TV. It's literally like a show and we watch it on TV and, and you know, nobody does anything, right? Whereas like we can do something in our own lives and we can have podcasts like this and talk about this and and I just I just don't understand I guess I do. It's it's literal brainwash. That's that's the only conclusion I can come to. Even though that sounds conspiracy theory talk, mm-hmm. but unless it, can you come to some other conclusion of like why our parents or you know whatever like whoever that's just like still at this time saying. The vaccine is works and you need to get it and you need like what the truth is that it hasn't really worked as well as they said it has. Right. The truth is that um, a lot of these doctors who were actually trying to sound the alarm got shut off of Twitter from speaking about it by our government. This is the truth. This is a fact. I know you haven't been like paying attention too much to these like twitter files things that have been coming out but that's what's going on these are actual emails from our government to twitter saying shut down this doctor's uh twitter page don't don't show this information so what's where where are you getting at i'm getting at like how at this point almost three years later after this pandemic that anybody can still be like yeah we got to we got to get more vaccines we got we got a freaking the government says that there's a mandate and we have to abide by that like because joe people this is brainwash people i i i think that again everyone's different and has their own way of looking at things. This, this it is, doesn't matter. People will pick and choose what it is that they feel is more. Because that's just how, I mean, that what, listen, people are going to pick and choose what they want to believe in dependent on whatever narrative they have in their head. But for them, it's not a narrative. It's just the truth. It's just for them. It's, it's but why it's, is it what, the truth for them? Why is anything the truth for you? Um, because I, will listen to multiple sources that are contradicting each other even. I know, and people that, will say and, that they and do I, that too. No, but, okay. All right, so, so, so there is no, even, <laughs> this is actually an example of what I'm trying to talk about. Even mm. with the information, maybe it's because you haven't really studied it and I'm just like saying it to you and <clears> you're just like, 
Yeah, I guess so. It sounds conspiracy theory. Study but actual, the FBI talked to Twitter directly and told them to shut down doctors that were speaking out against vaccine. Joe, I so like if that, that is, a, is hold on, but if that is a fact, Joe, how can you go with anything else? It so I hope that like to me, what this just is is it just shows that again, like I said, people, the whole world, as your own human, as as your own self, will choose and focus on whatever it is that they're either used to or that's like, you know, how they've been thinking or whatever it may be. Like people don't just like wake up one day and they're like, oh, I'm just going to like think differently. Like it's usually something that you kind of have to like acquire over time in terms of opening up your mind more, you know, mm. and being able to cut. So a lot of people don't do that. So like, for example, my dad, my dad could most likely read all those emails and see all that stuff. And, and then he'll probably, I would know exactly what he would do. He'd probably be like, huh, all right, well, 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 you know, you know we got to see what's there. And he would make some kind of something. Oh, up. we can't, we can't um, do this. And you then, can't even make game decisions then, until it's on MSNBC. Go back to the news, and the news isn't showing any of that stuff. Right. It's not even a big deal, like to the world, because the news is not putting it out there. I right. mean, you know, so I think Elon's Elon was hoping that it would have been, you know, I think that was a part of his like thing, but because everything is so controlled you know um it really it didn't blow up as as big i mean as it's it. slowly getting out because there these are these are actual facts and these are actual people that like did these things and said these things and and they can't deny it you know so like right. the media companies aren't denying it they're just not covering it covering it right which is the same basically thing right and and I, I actually just tweeted to Elon. I hope you get this, Elon. Uh, but it was, uh, I was like, when is he going to go on like Joe Rogan or uh, Lex Friedman or uh, like a whole podcast tour to, prom <clears throat> to promote what he's putting out on Twitter? Also, giving those Twitter files, he's been keeping them internal within, within the Twitter world with giving it to independent journalists and stuff within Twitter and they have to post it on Twitter, right? But like he should give those files to everybody. Get like literally make a video of them sending it to uh, uh you know Fox News and CNN and whatever and like dropping it off of their doorstep so we all know that they have it, right? And then see what they do with it. You know, like something like that. But I think there needs to be he needs to do another He's done a lot on Twitter. And there's a lot of people that pay attention to Twitter as far as like mm -hmm. truth and politics and <clears> stuff <throat> like that. But like I think if he really wants to get this truth out, he needs to like push it further and have lots of podcasts like this and, and other larger ones talking about this. Because it's an important thing. And it it it, it explodes that truth that or that quote unquote truth that like your father and like so many other people have been like conditioned to believe that this is the world that you live in. But like, it's not, it's, it's really not. There's so many, so much information coming out now. And now all these other doctors are able to, to speak their mind on Twitter and, and they're <clears> getting onto other podcasts and like, and it's coming 
to all the stuff that they've been saying is coming to fruition, like the myocarditis within um, uh, male boys and stuff from getting the vaccine. Like, that's true. Kids are get, having, like, literally, like, having heart attacks from this. <clears throat> but, but the government just approved for fucking, like, two-year-olds to get it. Why are they doing that? You know? It's, it's all, the only reason, like, our government or society even exists is be through trust. We trust that you're going to do this job. You know, this organization does this job. And then now it's just gotten so big that we all just, like, assume everybody's doing their job when they're really not. They're doing other shit, and they're fucking us. I just went on a serious rant there. But I think it's important that this gets out there because, the, the, like you said, the media is not talking about it, so... Whatever. We'll I also haven't really. Well, I also haven't like. I mean, well, again, I haven't seen anything. Like, I don't follow much of like the news or anything, so I don't know what they're talking about. But all I hear is that <clears> fucking <throat> like like shitting on Elon and like why would they just focus on? Oh, he's a billionaire, so oh, he just buys it because he didn't like because Twitter didn't like what he was saying. Okay, or he's actually trying to, he's actually shitting on his own company, his past company by yeah, releasing these it. files. He's like, all right, <clears throat> my company that I own now was doing these shitty things. And I just want you guys to know the truth of what was going on here. That's all he's saying, you know? And honestly, there should be a movie made out of all this. It's crazy. There, there will be. Yeah, there, there really <laughs> there, needs to be. There will be. But all right, well. I went on a rant about that. You did, and I I listened to what you asked me to do, which was to not cut you off. And I Appreciate sat it. here, and it killed me. Every a lot of a lot of me, it killed a lot of me. Because was, what did I you want to like? What are things that you wanted to stop me about? <clears throat> it's like, oh, you're not allowing people to be brainwashed. That's what I'm hearing. No, 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 no. I think the reason why I think whenever you go off on that and you get into that whole thing again. I think to myself, and I think we have talked about this, and I've heard him say this thousands and thousands of times. I have to keep saying it because clearly that it's, it's like, like I don't know what more he like. I don't know how many times he has to say the same thing about all this, and so to me, I'm like, okay, what is what? Okay, so like, like rather than sit here and be like oh well they're not doing this or da, da, da. like what's the what's the conclude like what's what are like what's the final what are we concluding here you know like the conclusion is that yes things are being controlled the media is not talking about certain things uh there's lots of lies out there and you know and the, and and whatever people think the truth is is most likely skewed or not really the truth in some way shape or form i mean in a nutshell you know it's like and then what? You know, well, like what and, I'm trying to do. And is, I didn't, I didn't ask this question for you to answer because <laughs> I actually have to. I actually do have to go take a shower because we have we have to go out at six o'clock soon. Um, so I didn't ask right now for you to answer it. But that's kind of where I go in my head when you speak. So about that specifically. Well, you know, I can go down <laughs> that rabbit hole too. I know, you know we don't so. have time. I don't have time for that. All right. Well, have <laughs> <laughs> time. What, all right, uh, I'm just going to break this down. The reason why I say these things all the time is not for you. You obviously know. Oh, 
I know it's not for me. Whoever's listening here is the reason. And then whether there's somebody listening now or five years from now, this will be out there, right? Along with hopefully hundreds or thousands of other podcasts or other media because we are competing with with what we were just talking about, like the MSNBCs and the CNNs and the Foxes or whatever that are are purposefully skewing information, whether it's financially because they're getting paid by Pfizer because 75% of the advertisements on, say, a CNN come from um, pharmaceutical companies, right? So if you're getting 75% of your money from a pharmaceutical company, then it's probably not a good idea for you to shit on the pharmaceutical company, right? It's kind of like a, um, what do you call it? Uh, like a, a conflict of interest, you know, mm-hmm. but, but nobody sees this. And like, everybody's like, oh, it's, oh what do you, what do you think, Joe? Like, there's like a, some conglomerate, the Illuminati is like controlling. No, it's what I just said. If if seventy five percent of your money comes from this industry that is fucking you over, I mean, we know they I can't th- fucking think, talk about it. I think a lot of people know that big pharma is a huge. Well, that's the this, thing. once again. This However, is another fact. This is the truth. They, this is it. It is a truth, and I think a lot of people know that. But it's such a big truth that it's like crazy. What it's do you like, do with like how do what you what, shut what off the fucking TV do? is what you do. Well, that's what you do. Everyone shut off the news. Shut, shut off, off your TV. TV. I mean, honestly, don't even listen to us. Just fucking go live your life and don't fucking worry about all this shit that's going on because all it's doing is injecting fear into you. All right, that's all I got to say about that. Okay. (laughs) All right, everyone. Um, Have a great week. Um, You know, I don't know. Hopefully someone can hear what we talked about today, especially about the self-compassion piece really and kind of maybe like really kind of process that for yourself, especially if that's something that you feel like you lack in your life. Um, And I send love and happiness and health. Yes. Go love yourself. Go love yourself. (laughs) That's like the opposite of go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go love yourself. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Go love yourself. Bye, everyone. All right. Love you guys. Bye.